You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients Podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. If you've been thinking about writing your first book, but quickly lose motivation because you have no idea where to start or what to do next, then this episode is for you. I'm chatting with Jessica all about how writing a book will not only help you grow your business, but how to get it published, launched, and into the hands of readers who need to hear your story. You're going to love this episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jessica, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Gym Clients podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me here, Lindsay, and for all the listeners who are tuning in. Really excited. Well, this topic is always a big back burner topic for me. And we've had um, some amazing conversations with fellow entrepreneurs who love to talk about how to get your book published, um, how to even start, what to do, like the nitty gritty parts of it. But I think it's nice to also talk about the part that no one really speaks aloud. Oh, yes, I want to write a book. And you get all excited. You buy the course, how to do it. And then you're like, okay, I'll do it when I'm ready. And then you walk away. I think that I and probably many other people who are listening are in that same boat. I think it's important to get your words out there. So I'm really excited to have Jessica with us today because we're just going to have a conversation about that entire journey of, yes, I think I should, I could write a book. What should I write about? And then all the way until it's out on a shelf, how do we even get there? So Jessica, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. So I'm Jessica Verrill. I am the founder of House of Indigo Publishing. I'm also a USA Today bestselling author and multiple time Amazon bestselling author. And I love to support these purpose driven entrepreneurs in really getting their message out to a larger audience. I've noticed how much of a bigger impact it can create and the healing journey that we go on as we're going through the process of writing and becoming published? Well, I think that is something that everyone has wanted to do um, in this space is help other people, right? That's why coaches are so amazing. That's why everyone is so amazing who is listening to this because you just, you have a big heart and you want to help everyone, right? And you just want to see transformations in everyone. You want, you believe in people, you want to give them next steps and you're doing it online. And maybe it's hard to make the connection of how a book can help you do that too. Could you make that connection for us? Yeah, absolutely. So a book is, has the unique ability to be able to connect in with potential clients, potential, you know, people who may not even end up being your clients, but it has the ability to reach a larger audience than may be able to invest with you, whether it's time or money or um, energy, if they're not able to. And it allows them to get a glimpse of who you are, what you're doing, your story. It really builds that know, like, and trust factor that we so often hear or talk about. And it allows these readers to kind of lean into who you are as a person and a coach even more. Well, if you think about it, when you, when you read a book, 
I, you feel so connected with the author because you're holding, I have to hold the physical book in my hands. That's how I like to read. Mm -hmm. And you feel really connected to that person and you know, the author. And when you see them online, it's like such a, it's a real moment because you're seeing them on a story and you're like, I have their book in my hand. And you just feel like, you know, them on a much deeper level than you know, reading a blog post or reading an Instagram post. So I'm convinced on that part. So if we want to write a book and what happens if we are the most boring person in the world, speaking of the president of that club, how are we supposed to decide that people are going to want to read this? Who's going to run, who's going to want to read a book about a simple online coach living in a small town, not doing anything exciting? (laughs) I'm sure you're not that boring. (laughs) There are a lot of stories that so many people, including myself, would, would want to hear. And, you know, that's something that comes up for a lot of people is, is who would want to read this or who, who am I to even talk about these things or who am I to even write a book? And really it's like, we need to come to the, back to the facts, you know, we forget what we know and we forget who we are and how far we've come. And so really looking back at like, you know, what have I learned and experienced the past three years, five years, 10 years that going back to that, that me 10 years ago, didn't know, didn't um, understand, didn't appreciate, and really looking at pulling out those, those beautiful nuggets of wisdom that are in there, you know, intertwined with all of these stories. And they're there. We just, you know, we think that they get like cluttered away or hidden underneath the laundry piles that we have to do. (laughs) But really, we all, I really believe we all have a story of impact that will help someone else on their journey. I imagine it's something that you find very boring about yourself that other people find very interesting. Like if you mention your, just your lifestyle and you think that, well, everyone has that lifestyle and they don't. And we get, we get really bored with ourselves because we're with ourselves all the time. So we, we don't wake up and think, gosh, my life is so interesting. I can't wait to (laughs) do the same thing I did yesterday. You know, that's, that's me, but we do have important stories to share. And I like how you said, just think about yourself five to 10 years ago. What have you learned in that time? So how can we make this into something that can actually, if I decided to start writing my book today, how can I be sure that I'm on the right track where the person who reads this book could be a potential client? Like, how do you tie that in? So you are helping your business. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And I think one of the most important things is that there does need to be that no like, and trust factor. You know, if you think about any really wonderful book that you've read and you've, you felt connected to the author, they're inter weaving like personal stories, you're getting to know a sense of who they are. So just by feeling comfortable enough to show up and share who you are, some of your personal stories, what makes you tick, what experiences you've gone through, you're already in the right direction. If you take that and really interweave some lessons, some aspects of you know, say you're a coach, some aspects of 
lessons that you've learned out of this and maybe some action steps, you know, if you want to go that route of what the reader can take away, how they can start to implement this in their life and begin to create, create change, then you really have a recipe for a lot of, a lot of success within the readers. How does one know, I'm I'm sure you don't ever really know that your book is going to be something you can write on. Like, let's say I decided I'm going to write a book about how moms can start their coaching business. And okay, that sounds like a great idea in theory. And then, you know, 60 pages that I'm like, okay, I don't have any more ideas to put in here. How do we keep going? How do we like hit the play button if we run into some sort of block or if we think, okay, I think I've said all that there is to be said, how can I make this into an actual length of a book? Or maybe you're running out of things to say, how do you get past that? Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things that you can do. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of people who support others in doing this. So of course that's always one option. And if you're wanting and continuing to do it yourself, I always encourage people to start with an outline of, you know, these are going to be like the the major things I'm going to talk about. And then you can start to fill in like, okay, this is going to be, you know, a certain chapter. These are some key points that I want to make sure that I hit upon. And then you start bringing in different stories. And usually when you have it written out like that, it sparks a lot of things like, oh yeah, there's a story that I could speak about this experience or this transformation that a client had, things like that. Um, There's almost always more that we can write. Mm -hmm. It's just that we're getting into our heads and we're thinking like, oh, nobody wants to read about that. Nobody cares about that. So sometimes, you know, stepping away from it, coming back with fresh eyes, with a fresh perspective can really be helpful. Having someone else look at it can be really helpful. And then, you know, again, taking yourself back to the five years ago, 10 years ago, where was I? And what are some of the other things that I haven't talked about that need to be addressed? And then the the final thing I would say about that is it doesn't need to be like a 70,000 word manuscript. I've had a lot more people who have been, you know, wanting to write maybe a 10 to 15,000 word book. And that feels really great for them and their audience. And it's just enough of a bite that it can be really easily digested. The work can be implemented. And then, you know, the, the, the reader's getting really great results and would be more likely to want to become a client. So, you know, it doesn't need to be this huge, long manuscript. It's, it's kind of like anything goes, really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like the, the aspect of breaking it out and having some sort of guideline for chapters and topics, breaking it out into bullets, what you want to cover. I think that gives um, people like me some direction on what to say in these parts. So you're not feeling like you're so all over the place or running out of things to say, what is a writing process that you favor or maybe recommend, do you recommend writing a little bit every day or what's your favorite approach to this? Yeah. So, you know, everyone is so unique. And so 
It's really about finding what's going to work best for yourself and what you're going to be able to commit to, you know? So if I tell you you're a mom of three homeschooling and running a business and doing all the things, if I tell you, no, you absolutely need to carve out three hours a day to write. It's going to be overwhelming, <laughs> right? You're going to be like, ah, yeah, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that off until 2040, you know? <laughs> and, but if it's like, if you have 90 minutes on a Saturday morning where your kids are just kind of like playing and lounging and you can kind of sneak away and write, then that's perfect. If it feels like some people like to take about 15 minutes a day and write for me, that doesn't work. Like it doesn't, I need a longer period of time, but if it's too long, I get kind of dried up within it. Mm -hmm. So it's really about kind of playing around and, and seeing what works best for you. And, and if you're like, if you sit down for that 90 minutes and after 45 minutes, you're coming to a blank and nothing is coming up it's okay to walk away and come back the next day or come back later. And sometimes that's, that's the, the best way that we can approach it. So it really is figuring out what's going to work best for you. As long as there is some consistency to it and you are maintaining that and not continuing to put it on. I love that 15 minutes a day or 90 minutes on a Saturday morning is completely different than spending three hours a day. Cause where the heck would I find that? <laughs> right. But yeah. So we all have to make our own schedules and no one has the life that we have important to note that as you're doing anything in your business and or trying something new is make it work for you. So what's your favorite way to, um, do you like to, this is a, a weird question, but do you like to type out your book or do you like to write it out on, in a notebook or what's your favorite way to get your thoughts out? I love that. So I have a gazillion notebooks that I write a lot of notes in. However, when I'm writing, I prefer to type. I can type much faster than I can write and my hands don't cramp up. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm definitely a, a word processor gal for that, for sure. <laughs> I, I can see that. I love writing. Whenever I write new sales copy, I have to grab a notebook and write every word out and then I'll type it out. And then I always think, gosh, I'm really doubling my workload here, but (laughs) it's just how I can get my words out. And and there again, everyone has their own approach to it. And I think we have to always keep that in the, in the forefront that no way is right or wrong. It's whatever works for you. And like Jessica said, just stay consistent with it. So what do we do after our book is done? Then what do we do? Do we just hold it and hopefully somebody will, you know, publish it or do we announce it on social media and we self-publish on Amazon? Like what's, what's your favorite way? Mm -hmm. So there are, there's really three main ways of getting your book out into the world. And I'll just give you like a brief overview because again, you know, it is with that message, like we are so unique and what works for us isn't going to work for somebody else. And what works for one project might not be the best fit for something else. And it's really about getting clear on what feels good to us and honoring that that I think is absolutely the most important thing. So, you know, of course we have like our traditional publishers where you might think of like Random House or He House. And those, 
so the process, if you wanted to do something like that, which is a lot of people think of when they, when they think of publishing is you would need to have uh, your book done. You would need to write a book proposal, find a literary agent, and then the literary agent goes and works on your behalf to try to get a, a book contract. So that can be a really lengthy project. It can take even, you know, if you get a contract, which I forget the exact statistics, but it's like somewhere like 2% of people actually get a book contract, then, you know, it can be 18 months to two years before your book is published and you are essentially signing away any of your rights. So if you have a disagreement on, how your cover is going to look or how something is going to be worded or taking something out, you've given away your rights to have the ultimate choice in that. However, for some people, you know, that's a goal of theirs and they really, they really want that. There, you know, can be some brand recognition and things like that that can be helpful. So that's one way. Of course, there's self-publishing, which can be it can be really awesome for some people. If you're the, the DIYer, you're like, I love a good challenge. I have, you know, a lot of time to commit to this and I'm good with figuring it all out. Then that can be a really good, you know, route for you. You still have control over everything. You get to keep all of the proceeds, you know, and, and all of that, but there's definitely a steeper learning curve or there's people like myself, which are considered like a hybrid publisher. And so, you know, it's a service that we're offering to help support you through making sure that your book is professionally designed and laid out and edited and all of that. And it's the highest quality that we can get. And you're still able to keep your voice, your authentic voice and have a lot of creative control, like really all of the creative control. You know, I give my clients suggestions and guidance, but ultimately it's their project and their voice and their book. And for me, that's one of the most important things is that the, the authenticity and the uncensored aspect of who we are is able to come out and a way that feels really good for us. So, you know, there are many different options. And like I said, what works for one person is going to be completely different than, than what feels good for somebody else. Okay. So the first option, I have a big red X through that. That doesn't sound fun to me, (laughs) signing (laughs) away everything and waiting years, especially after you put so much, probably way more time into doing it. That doesn't sound fun. The second one, we can all admit we're, we're like the best DIYers. We started our business. We can, we can do anything. (laughs) Right. But let's say we're like, I don't even have time to try to figure this out. I have a book that I wrote. It's in Google docs and whatever Jessica's talking about sounds really interesting. What does that process look like? Yeah. So when people are coming to me, they're either coming to me with an idea and they're wanting to, they're wanting support through the writing process Or they're coming with, like you said, something in Google Docs and they're like, okay, let's, let's create this. Let's make this a reality. And what we would initially do is set up a, a call where, you know, I ask you 
a gazillion questions about what your vision is, what your goals are for the book, what's important to you, if you have any concept of the design. And from there, I get a sense of, of, you know, how we want to create this project. The, the, the energy of the book starts to come to life and I know how to best guide us through and so from that point, you know, we would, I would connect your book to one of the, the editors that I work with and start to begin to go through that process. I would bring in a cover designer that felt like it was the most aligned to your project and begin to start working through that process. And then, you know, we, I would, I would take care of all bringing all of the pieces together, bringing you through the process making sure everything was done, doing all of the backend details, like getting a barcode and ISBN and all of the copywriting and, and, you know, the interior formatting and just really bringing your book together and getting it out to those, those different venues that are important to you, which again is so different, you know, for some people they're like, no, I just want my book I want my book available for, you know, my great grandkids one day, and I don't really care who else reads it. And for other people, they're like, I want my book on, you know, the end case at Hudson bookstores and every single airport, anything is really possible. So it's, it's really what each individual's goals are. If your goal is to have your book out in, you know, Barnes and Noble and Target, do you help them do that? I do on a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. So I take a limited amount of promotional and marketing projects per year. It is so time and energy intensive that I want to make sure that I'm able to commit fully and really give my clients the experience that they, that they want. So I am available for a certain amount of projects like that. And for some people they're like, Oh no, I got this. I know what I want to do. I know people who own bookstores. I know this, I know that, and I'm good. And for other people, they really want that support. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much that's possible. It's just really depending on what your vision is and what you're looking to get out of, out of this project. Let's say your vision is to get your book published and just sell it online as a part of your funnel, uh, your coaching funnel. Um, what does that look like? Do you, can you just self-publish on Amazon or um, wherever am I missing something? Yeah. So if you're just wanting to get it out and have it as part of, you know, your client experience, then Amazon can be the perfect way to do that, you know, and I, I use Amazon for a lot of my clients as well. It's not the only, it's not the only a printing place that I, that I utilize, but it's Mm -hmm. one that I utilize a lot because it's, it's convenient. And for a lot of people, it really fits their needs. I I see a lot of um, online entrepreneurs use that. And I always think that that is a good way to do that. If you are, you know, savvy with creating the, I can't remember what it's called, Amazon KDP. I'm assuming, is that what you use? Yes. Okay. We use that for the standout coaching Academy textbooks and it's so convenient. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, this is how you could do it yourself. I see how I can connect the dots there. Do you like to do any kind of recommend any kind of launch plans if you're just doing an online book release? Or is that something that you would have to get extra help with? Yeah. So for some people, you know, they're, they're wanting to hit those Amazon bestselling lists and they're wanting to really go for those things. And so if that is part of their goal, then, then yes, I can support them through that. And, you know, it's not, of course, it's not like rocket science, but there are a lot of moving back end pieces and a lot of research in figuring out you know, the timing, when to place it and, and bringing the momentum into the sales to make that happen. And yes, either way, if that's part of someone's goals or not, I I do offer support through the launch period. Does that make a big difference to someone's bottom line? If they have like a, a big, you see people launch their books on Amazon and everyone goes and leaves their reviews and all of that all that jazz. Does that make a big difference long-term or should just a person, I I could see people being afraid to get that um, going and they just want to get their book out there. What's more important just to get your book out there or to have all these bits and pieces going and waiting for a bigger audience and all that stuff. What's more important? Well, I think both And again, you know, it's depending on, on what you're wanting to get out of it. I think that if we hold off and making sure everything's perfect and we never get anything out there, then we're, we're missing a lot of opportunity. And a lot of times, you know, that perfection never happens. And so there's that element, but also, you know, really utilizing a launch the best way that you can creates a lot of momentum. Having those, having those reviews will in all of these sales and these placements, Amazon will actually create more opportunities for people who might be interested in your book to see it. So, you know, they'll have like recommendations of it and things like that. So there are a lot of benefits of, of really diving in and doing it the right way. That being said, however, if you are just like, don't know, say you just put a book out and you, you threw it up there and you didn't do anything, then we can always do a relaunch and we can look to create um, more of those experiences and that momentum. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of anyone relaunching. I think that is, people are like, oh, okay. Cause I have a book sitting there collecting dust. Um, <laughs> maybe I can do something with it. So I think I'm glad you said that. Jessica, this was a great conversation. Lots of action steps here too. It's not just like, hey, you should build a book or write a book because you can change the world. It's the actual things that to think about and next steps, which I love. How can everyone find out more about what you do? Yeah, thank you. And that's ultimately, you know, what it is, is I I just really think that we have so much potential to change the energy of the collective and where we are going by sharing our wisdom and our work. You know, we have the potential to help so many people facilitate change and it's so incredibly important. So my publishing uh, website is House of Indigo. It's at house-indigo.com or I can be emailed at publishing at jessverrill.com. 
Wonderful. We're going to put your links in the show notes, of course. Thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing all of this. Everyone, if you want to go and follow her, we're going to put her Instagram handle. If you have questions, share that you love the episode. And if you do have a book, either it's collecting dust on your desktop or the back of your mind, I hope this helped bring you forward a little bit. So thank you, Jessica, for doing that for us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope this helps bring some more work out into the world. Mm, Thank you. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.